Welcome to the Educated Hustle Podcast. This is your host, Paul Latiquidera, my co-host, Emilio Porter. Before we jump into it, just wanted to remind the folks out there, if you listen to this on iTunes, can you please hit us up with that review? We want to know how we're doing. It really helps us. It really helps us gain more awareness, gain more traction, get more traffic, so that we can get better guests for you and you all listening out there. Exactly. Now, Emilio, <laughs> what's going on, my friend? Man, it's it's going good, man. It's going good. I'm I'm. I'm it's crazy because you know we we started this thing like five months ago, and time is flying by, and. The cool thing about it is we're offered such opportunities to do a lot of cool things. And, you know, we we got to be on the Conscious Entertainment podcast a couple weeks back. And then we actually have the honor of being invited to another podcast that is actually taped at our alma mater. I said that terribly wrong, but <laughs> our university, um, UCF. And if you haven't heard about it, the podcast is called Late Night Hype, and it's just that hype. And I had a chance to be there with the two hosts, um, Patricia and Danielle, and they really just made me feel welcome. I mean, it's it's a, it's a different thing than what we do. It's a little bit different, but also a little bit the same. They do a lot of edutainment as they go. It's educated entertainment. So you get into a lot of pop culture. You also get into a lot of advice and, you know, just some good, interesting topics. And I urge all of our listeners to definitely check it out. You get a, you kind of get to catch me in a looser setting, a little bit different than what you're used to. But I think you're gonna get a, you know, I make my mark. I mean, it was one of my few things that I, I told, I told them when I was gonna get there. It's like I'm not gonna be a quiet podcast case. I'm gonna make my mark. So you know, um, we are proud of it, and we really want you to go check them out. They're on SoundCloud. Just put late night hype. Um, you could also follow them on Twitter at late night hype. And yeah, they're a great podcast, and we really are excited to see what they do in the future. And if you are listening to this episode. Because you found out about us on that podcast, then here's a big, hey, how's it going to you? Hope you enjoy what's coming up next, because I trust you, it's going to be a doozy. <laughs> I agree, man. I agree. And uh, yeah, I wish I could have been there with you, man, holding it down. But uh, you did your thing on the podcast. So um, I definitely uh, I definitely uh, encourage the listeners to go take a listen to that Um but how was it, man? I know you went on to you stepped on the campus. You saw some things that that changed up on you, huh? Oh man, I mean, yeah. I I graduated from UCF in 2013, and I go back on that campus, and I could tell because it's not the same at all. Like we used to have this big cafeteria called Marketplace. It's it's got all bougies, and it's like known as 63 South now. And there's all these like they flipped up the whole layout of the whole school. I was lost in my own own college, like. I I couldn't I didn't recognize I spent four years of my life there. That's how that's how different it looked. But being on the podcast was amazing. It was kind of awkward when I first got there because they're in like a they do it in a study hall. It's, like, it's a all all night study and um to get in you have to be a student. So I walk up there, I get my ID, and I'm like, hey, I'm not a student here. And he slice my ID and he's like, oh, you can't go in if you're not a student. And I'm just like worried like what the, what do you mean I can't get in? Like they invited me and then you know luckily. Uh, our kind, the kind host Patricia had to go in there and tell him I'm a guest, and I got waved by security. But you know, it was it was interesting. Um, they're very, very energetic, and I think me and you have great chemistry. But there's something between girl chemistry that, or let's just say not girl chemistry, their chemistry that is just like wow. Like they're they they have their musical interludes, they have their 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 offbeat parts, and then then their um 
just the they're on the same wavelength and it's impressive being in but it's also overwhelming because you're just like oh my gosh like I'm, I'm i'm really in the thick of this right now but it was such a great time they were very welcoming and i made them laugh and that's my thing like i make them laugh so i'm able to kind of slide in and be in the agreeable side of things but i think the coolest thing about them is they had done a lot of research on us and you know the intro they gave me and really us it was it was amazing and you could tell that they really prepared and they were really were excited to have us there and it was it was just an amazing feeling to you know be on a, a podcast where i'm not in charge of doing you know this that or that and just being along as a guest and they i mean you know hats off to them really professional really organized and i'm just i'm excited to be a part of it and i, I really can't wait to see what they're gonna do next yeah, man, and uh, once again, check it out. I think it's uh, Season 3, Episode 9, um, if you're looking mm-hmm. it up on SoundCloud. It's a really dope podcast, so hit it up. And uh, speaking of UCF, um, we got another one of our, uh, pro- mm-hmm. you know, one of our astute alumni coming on to the Educated Hustle podcast today, Mr. David Noel. Um, he is the co-founder of a website called Power Circle, you know, where you can get your content from creatives, uh, he he really uh, reaches out to the conscious millennial, and you're gonna hear him speak a lot about um, creatives and what it really takes to write content, the psychology behind it, um, how you can get involved with the movement. Uh, it's really really inspiring, um, and I could even let I can go on forever. I'm gonna let my co-host take a little bit more, uh, tell you a little bit more of what to expect. <laughs> Yes, yes. And I'm, before I get into what to expect, I, I mean, Dave is part of the triplet set. Um, he is an AK side, so um, we, we know him from them. But he, like uh, our former guest, uh, Tiffany Burks, they are actually um, on the same team and they help collectively make Power Circle. But there's another member and we really we're going to we're going to we're going to try to get her on there one day because we really want to have the whole complete set of triplets. But, you know, all three were in AK side. We know him and they're a great brain trust. And from David's side, you're really going to get, like, he is the, the stand-up image of someone who really it just came on to see it, and he, he hungered for that knowledge and that thirst to do more. He has so many ideas and so many avenues to get to him. And, like, one of the things that, you know, when you talk to him, you can just feel the energy as because he's able to really convey, like, all these things that he wants to do, and they all sound golden. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, do that. Like, I can't wait. I can't wait. And during the podcast, he drops some of those things he wants to do, and, oh, man. I mean, like I said, I can't wait. Like, he has so many ideas and so many great things planned that, honestly, we got inspired listening to him as we're conducting the interview. And he's that type of guy. He 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 is a leader through thick and thin. And, I mean, I read, like like our, my co-host said, we could send all day talking about all the accolades and everything. But I think it's best if we just get into the interview and let you guys experience the David Noel sensation and find more about Power Circle itself. So please tune in, get the seatbelt buckled in tight, get the popcorn ready, all get the butter ready too, and just listen and get that mind ready. We're joined today by Mr. David Noel. He is a co-founder of Power Circle and a digital strategist. David, how you doing today? Yo, what's going on, guys? What's happening? Not much, man. You know, we're just taking it easy. Always good to be joined by a good friend. For sure. Anyways, we're going to jump right into it and uh, tell the people what you do at what you do with Power Circle. 
Yeah, so uh, Power Circle, it's a startup. Uh, it's a community for conscious millennials. And what I'm, the reason why I got started with Power Circle and, and created it is because I, I took a look around and saw that uh, there were so many people, especially a lot of our friends from UCF who were working on these awesome projects, like working on their different websites or photographers or different things like that. And I just wanted it to be um, an opportunity for content creators to kind of communicate with each other and build some kind of community. So, and I think one of you guys mentioned it in one of your previous episodes of creating positive media. Um, that's what we're looking to do with Power Circle. Exactly. And that's a great mission. And I mean, if you haven't been to Power Circle, it's a great, great site to be on. And there's so many diverse minds and so many diverse articles. You can literally find anything about anything on there. And it's, it's a really cool guide to help out, you know, millennials and even people who are in college and they're still trying to figure out like how they could venture into the real world. Like Power Circle addresses a lot of those um, concerns or just beliefs. But I kind of want to get back to what you were saying. You know, you heard it on our episode, but you're a really big proponent of positive media. So, I mean, I'd like to hear from you just like what really got you on to the idea of positive media and mm -hmm. what do you have in, what do you have planned to help kind of spread that positive media message? Right. So, the idea behind being a community for conscious millennials, a lot of the times you read on publications that millennials are the most socially conscious generation or the most health conscious or even the most self-conscious generation. So just being a platform where um, people can kind of tell their own narratives and just be conscious in the sense of um, just understanding who you are. Because if you understand who you are, you're able to, to, to create and express yourself express yourself a lot a lot better so one thing that i realized is just like looking on different websites and just browsing through the web like i gravitated more towards you know positive media and and great content so um i just want to create a community where if you come to power circle you know that you're going to get access to a really dope podcast like educated hustle or you're going to get access to uh, another website for um Black businesses with Noir City. Um, so just being just being that place where you know that you're going to come here and you're going to get, you know, dope content. Yeah, we, food we need... Food for the soul. Food yeah, for the soul. That's right. That's right. We we need a, a lot more of that stuff. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on in the media today where people can get their opinions diluted and um, a lot of conversations going on today that are, are tough and that people kind of don't know how to go about it but um you know I, I love the i love the website uh i i'm going through one of your first articles about uh you know it's okay if if your first job sucks so yeah can you kind of um explain you know your progression <laughs> from your first job to how you got to power circle yeah i'm glad that you asked that paul that was like i literally just bled all my feelings and emotions into the article um, <laughs> uh, so pretty much how I got started, I studied economics and finance at UCF. And after I graduated, I thought that I wanted to get into investment banking and the financial industry. So I started working for an investment bank, uh, for like a year and a half. And I realized that wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. So I kind of took a leap of faith and just left my job and did a couple of summer programs. I was at the university of Chicago uh for several weeks um and it was kind of like a pre-mba program and then i was at vanderbilt university and it was a, a consulting boot camp and the the things that i learned from both of those programs combined was just understanding 
where the future is headed and then understanding how I can best prepare myself to be prepared, be prepared for that future. And so it gave me a lot of time to think to myself, like, what are my strengths? What am I good at? What do I want to focus my passions on? And I realized that I'm very interested in self-development. I'm very interested in entrepreneurship. I'm very interested in the internet and technology. So I just wanted to kind of put all of my efforts into into those different uh, avenues. And so after I did those summer programs, um, which was just a whirlwind summer, a whirlwind summer for me, um, I came back to Miami and I started doing SEO, which is search engine optimization for a creative digital agency. And so pretty much the rest is history from there. Shout out to the, to the money sign right there. You got to give it up for him. You got to give it up to him. And I love that you use the word leap of faith for those unfamiliar, but you should be familiar. That's the name of our episode that we did with the great Nikisa Pinnell, who is oh, also yeah. an AK Psy, oh, yeah. you know, so bring the love all together. But um, one thing I wanted to ask is I think a lot of people, they have these ideas and they don't know where to start or they don't have the motivation to mm-hmm. see it through. Now, I've been told that you had the idea of a power circle for a while. You, you were kind of sitting, sitting down with you and, you know, your team. What? What I guess what was the mindset you had to you had the idea then what 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 did you do to like push it through and actually bring it to fruition? Um, I think that's that's one of the biggest hurdles and obstacles that people face who want to be entrepreneurs is that you have this idea and you know that you want to do something but there's something inside of you that's just saying oh what if I fail what if no one likes it what if you know I do a horrible job and so I think for a really long time that's how I was feeling like I was. I was kind of hesitant to put it out there, even though I had the idea and I knew that it was a really great idea. Um, it was just that, um, just just being wary of like what's going to happen, like how would people feel if I put it out? And I think the biggest thing is just having the right people around you, like having a great team. And I did sit on the idea for a while, but it wasn't until uh, Tiffany Burks, who's the founder of Noir City, uh, she joined the team as our business development manager, and she, when I when I say that her leadership style is focused on um, go go go, like she really helped me to get out of my head and and get really and and just just put it out there and see how people react to it. So I would say just having it's good it's good to have the idea, but you just have to get started and get feedback from people because what you're going to put out in the beginning is going to be um, it's going to be pretty much like a prototype, a rough draft, but as you get feedback from people and you have your loyal fans who are rocking with you from day one, you start to, um, you start to refine it and you start to make it better. And then the, the more, the more you work on your craft, the better it gets. Got to give it to him again with that one. <laughs> but, um... We actually, we uh, I actually want to, you know, commend you for starting Power Circle. Um, you might not know this, but you definitely uh, inspired even me and Emilio to to get started on this podcast because, you know, we 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 saw you, you know, posting Power Circle articles every week, getting people on, and we were like, "Yo, man, this is this is dope!" Like, uh, you know, we we kind of wanted to to jump in the game with you. Um, so through your power circle i think educated hustle was kind of born from that so Dang. you know it, we appreciate the, the the inspiration at least of course man of course exactly yeah man but um also we wanted to to dive into uh you know you had mentioned off air about the the psychology of creating content um mm-hmm. 
I wanted to know, you know, for the listeners who are, you know, bloggers, writers, creatives, uh, what's what's your thought on on this on the psychology behind creating content? Yeah, that's that's definitely a deep one because you see a lot of content on there. You see things on Facebook, you see videos on YouTube, and it's like the idea behind creating content that people will care about is, first of all, you have to create content that you care about. And so um, I was reading a book, I think it's called Good Artists Steal, and pretty much, pretty much the idea is you want to create content that you would consume. If you're going to write a book, write the book that you would read. Or if you're going to put out a video, make the video that you would watch. And I think just having that mindset and, and me being like a huge, huge, um, I guess, voracious consumer of just like all things content. Like I can stay up all night watching like random YouTube videos or just going down the rabbit hole. <clears throat> I think in understanding the type of content that I gravitate to, it helps me to create content that I know people will care about. And a lot of times I'm my biggest critic where I set, I, I'm, I'm, I set the highest standard compared to the standard that people set around me. And just having that, uh, that high bar for yourself, I think it, it pushes you to really put out great content. So in other words, people, we got to get on this level. But no, I, I like that. I like that you push yourself and I like that you're, you're, you know, you're willing to say, hey, I, I'm, I'm such a devourer of knowledge that I'm willing to go out and, you know, as you said earlier, go down that rabbit hole of YouTube and find so many things and stay up all night if I have to. But I mean, I guess, you know, kind of continue to off air talk. You are you just kind of broke down the content of what you like, create some that you want you yourself can see yourself exactly. watching. Now, you mentioned you were going to be actually a part of a documentary. Mm. And I was wondering if, you know, you could just like give us some details. How that's going to all work out and what's it going to be about, of course. Ah, Yeah. Yeah. So um, coming up uh, in November and December, I'm going to be working on a documentary and the idea behind the documentary is that my dad, he's been in the transportation industry for 25 plus years. Um, and he actually came from Haiti uh, before I was born, from Haiti to America. And since then, he's been, um, you know, driving people around Miami. And so for a long time, he started doing taxi. And then once Uber came around, he transitioned into Uber. And um, just the just hearing his stories coming home, like he would work probably 12 to 15 hours per day and just like picking up so many different people in Miami. Like he'd have all these different stories from like businessmen and celebrities and athletes and, and he'd have interactions with police officers and he'd learn about business from, you know, financial bankers and investment bankers. So I wanted to create some kind of documentary um, that pretty much puts color to his story. And there's a lot of um, Haitian immigrants who came to, who come to Miami and their sole source of income or their sole source of just being able to put a roof over their family's heads is driving taxi or driving Uber. So it's just, it's going to be a documentary celebrating the Haitian culture and just getting a really gritty look into, into Miami, like the, the Miami that you wouldn't see on like you, you, when you think of Miami, you might think of South Beach or you might think of um, these different fancy areas of Miami. But there is like a nitty gritty side to Miami. And that's what I, that's what I want to show in the documentaries. 
Uh, so it won't be the Will Smith. We going to Miami. More the bad boys too. Like <laughs> hopefully it no one gets shot in the butt, version. right? <laughs> it will not be the bad boys three version, which I think <laughs> okay. I think that's coming out like next summer, I believe. So oh, all right. Well, so stay t- yeah. stay tuned for that one. Yeah, right. But um, more about your documentary. I, I kind of want to know. Uh, you you talked about your your father and how he's uh, heard a, a bunch of stories. What's mm-hmm. what's like one of one of the craziest ones he's told you, or one story that really sticks out? One of the craziest stories. Um, hmm. There there's so many. Like he, just to give you a theme of the different types of things that he would go through. Um, I think in under, just, just being able to kind of look at someone as soon as they come into the taxi and um, kind of form an opinion and then have your opinion, opinion backed up by just having conversations with that people with that person. Um, he, he's had run-ins with police officers a long time ago. Um, and I've heard stories about other cab drivers who, They've been, you know, robbed at knife point. Like a passenger comes into the taxi and then just robs them, takes the and takes the taxi. Like I've heard stories about that. Um, so it's definitely a very dangerous job. And I think that um, in the documentary, I want to outline the parts that a lot of people don't see about about what it is to to be a taxi driver or what it is to be in the transportation industry. The, um, I guess the, the. Um, What's the word that I'm looking for? Just like the inconsistency of the income that comes in. Like you have to, there's times when, when it's going to be really good, like business is going to be booming. You're going to have a lot of tourism in Miami. And then there's going to be times where there's no business and business. And that's another thing that you learn is how to manage your finances, how to manage your money um, in the good times and the bad times. So there's there's a lot of stories and I, I want to sit down more with him and just like outline outline them so we can put out the best documentary possible. Okay. I think that sounds like a plan. I think you're, you know, all the stuff you named is very interesting. And I think that's going to be a, a great story. And I'm sure that when it does come out, you'll let us know and we can do our best to help support you by letting the people know how they can get their eyes on it. So, I mean, we're, we're definitely going to keep them in the pipeline to look out for. But, I mean, it, it's funny that Paul was mentioning, you know, crazy stories that your, your dad was talking because you're actually thinking about, get into writing, you know, writing your own little uh, story about uh, something. So I was wondering if you could kind of expound on that and let us know uh, what can we expect from you. <laughs> yeah, so um, I think the plan would be to have the book be an extension of the documentary. And there, I'm always having all these different ideas. Like I want to write a book about um, what it means, even going back to Power Circle, what it means to be a conscious millennial and really going diving deep into these different themes of being money conscious, being health conscious, being socially conscious and and self-conscious. When you think about the word self-conscious, a lot of times it has like a negative connotation, but self-conscious just means being aware of yourself. And so there's a lot of positives to to having high self-awareness. Um you if you if you're more aware of yourself, you start to eat better, you start to live your life better, you start to make better decisions. So um, there's so many different directions and um, the book is coming, you know, it's, it's not anything that's coming very soon, 
but um, that is something that I, I want to dabble in um, in the coming months or even weeks. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you're in great company because, you know, everyone that's come on this show that has said they're going to write a book has written one. So, you know, speaking to existence, you got that. Uh, you got a little pressure on you, but I think you'll be able to do it. I mean, we've known you for a while and there hasn't been any time where you let us down. I don't think you're going to start now, right? Nah, man. And I th- I've been listening to a lot of your episodes and I think like y'all should just come up with like the Educated Hustle book club or something like just have people <laughs> Be like Oprah Winfrey, just every month we got these books y'all need to read and check exactly. out. That might be down the pipeline. You know, me, me and my me and my co-host got to talk yeah, about bro. that off the air. You always bro. know. Wait, do. hold on, hold on. You always know I've been trying to create a book club off the jump, bro. Do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> and and oh, Emilio, yeah. I know that you wrote a, a post on Power Circle a while back talking about like I the did. the the experience that you get from reading books, and I went to kind of mm-hmm. turn the interview around to you and like just hear more about like why you're so passionate about reading and I know you've mentioned that you get to go into the mind of, of different authors so I want to hear more about that wait a minute wait a minute wait a oh minute. yeah educated hustle first when we get interviewed <laughs> right, on right. air that's crazy I just finessed interviewed on air finessed the interview I mean <laughs> exactly it, it would be the person that helped inspire the podcast so I mean it's only fitting right um yeah but I mean Reading is really important to me because it's just a dying art. Like, you know, with the with the advance of technology now, people really don't feel the need to read as much because there's always a movie about it, you know. And movies are cool, but you, you lose that 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 intimacy you get with an offer. And, you know, I think a really popular example everyone can relate to is Game of Thrones. The Game of Thrones show is, is amazing. It's awesome. But I read the books and the books, you're able to tell so much more because you're not bounded by contracts that people have to right. pay, you know. You can make a thousand characters and you're not paying them anything. <laughs> you're just using your imagination. Whereas when you have Hollywood get involved, you have hierarchies and things where, you know, if this is a person that the fans really like, it's kind of hard to kill them off because the fans don't watch yeah. anymore. So with books, you're not dealing with that. But I think the main thing is like offers, usually through their writing, they, they convey a lot of motives they've been through. And it's kind of like if you listen to a really good artist, you're able to feel what they're feeling that moment writers and authors do the same exact thing and there's been you know oh tremendous amount of books like i mean honestly if i want to get really deep into it the hunger games the first book um one of the characters during the uh hunger games a uh, little black girl you know she's she's killed and i cried like i cried because it was such a beautiful moment and the offer conveyed it with such a sadness that it really touched me in the heart and that's why you know i love reading because not a lot of things can really connect to you that makes you really feel something. And it's one of the few things where when I'm able to read a good book or read it, you know, just a book in general, I'm able to have that feeling again where I feel like, you know what, I'm I'm not even thinking about my life. I'm putting myself in this character situation and I am just emphasizing and going through the motions with them. And I'm such a big advocate because I really want people to let themselves feel that. And, you know, the article I wrote for your, your um, Power Circle was the underappreciation of fiction literature. And I, I, I believe so strongly in it because, you know, Nowadays, our generation, they are reading, you know, at least the, the conscious millennials they're reading, but they're reading a lot of, um, you know, serious self-help, finance, improvement, which are all great things. But I feel like you lose a little bit of touch of your imagination when you do that. And I am I am a creative person, but I get fueled by fiction because it puts me in situ- situations I can't experience right. in real life. And 
when you're able to be put in those situations like the Hunger Games and you, you see this tragedy and this story told, it really, really just, you know, re-energizes me because I'm able to kind of like, even though I'm not going to be in a situation, I'm just able to feel like I live through it and I learn so much from it. So that's the biggest thing I give with fiction. Like it just helps me live a life that I, 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 I personally can't live. But that doesn't mean I can't have insight about it. You know, it, I say in an article, but it all relates back to like if you read so many stories and you have all these situations in your head, when you do encounter them in real life, you're able to kind of preface and have a experience to draw from. Like, you know, we're none of us are sad right now, but we know yeah, what being yeah. sad feels like, you know. So if someone sad tells a story, we can relate because like, oh, I've been there before. I know how that feels. And that's the power that I get from reading, because even though I may have per- not personally felt that way for a while, I have an experience yeah. of being in that place. And, and, I, and I hear I hear what you're so. saying about how the books go into more detail and you get more um, you more, more descriptive detail versus watching the movie. I actually and going back to. My the reason why I started I, I started loving to read was it goes back to middle school. Um, one of the things that they did was they kind of incentivized the idea of reading. So you'd ha- you'd have like these different book clubs and you go to the library and you pick out a book and then they'd have a test on the book. And if you were to score a certain score on the test, then you'd be able to, you know, rack up points to get prizes. So I'm in middle school and I'm getting like I don't remember what was popping. Maybe like one of those yo-yos that lit up. Like that might have been that might have been popping in middle school. We had we that's had pizza that's the, back that's in the, our day. I think pizza, like food, that's the best. Like from when you're young to when you're older, that's the best way to incentivize people. Is just like free food. <laughs> they'll they'll mm-hmm. do what's right for yeah. them. If it's for, for some free food. Yo, that'll still do me right, bro. I'll still <laughs> right. Oh man, I remember that man. That those personal pan pizzas with your little name on it, like a little, little, little Caesar's five dollar <laughs> box. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. We had pizza. Oh yeah, pizza. They, they, they did us right. They, yeah, we were fancy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, more, more on to to Power Circle. I I know you. Uh, recently had uh, where you were looking for like some kind of some kind of internship program. Uh, could you explain a little bit more about that? And are you still looking for uh, someone to help you with the internship program? Yeah, so uh, we had uh, something called the Power Circle Fellowship, and the application closed uh, several weeks ago. And we actually did pick up someone. And what we're looking to do with the fellowship is we're going to create a curriculum around this person. Um, and we're looking for people who are interested in in the startup life, people who are interested in um, creating content and digital marketing in general. And we want to create uh, a partnership with them where we're able to teach them as much as as much as we know and also learn from them as well. And the different topics can can include um, understanding how to engage the audience, understanding social media, uh, going back to the psychology of creating content. And we're even uh, creating a personal and leadership development aspect to the program as well, where um, the fellow will take like an inventory test where they'll understand their strengths and their weaknesses and understand what kind of leader they are or what kind of team member they are, different different things like that. So um, this is something that we want to uh, put on twice a year, maybe three times a year, like during the fall, the spring, and the summer, uh, just to give someone um, who's in college, who's studying marketing, or even someone who's a recent graduate, 
experience within a startup and helping to to build and grow a startup. So um, it's definitely going to be, I think it's going to be an amazing experience uh, going both ways be, between um, us working within Power Circle and also the fellowships, the fellows that we bring on as well. See, that's big time right there. We want to emphasize people, you know, a lot of people feel like when they hear our guests that they're coming from a realm that they, you know, can't be, can't be reaching. We went to college with David. You know, we, we were in the same fraternity. Like, we, we seen him do all this from the ground up. And we just want to really emphasize that you can become and have all this mindset that David's having. You just have to apply yourself. And like he was saying, go out there and get it done. And I mean, I just want to commend you again because, you know, from where you started at to where you are now, it's like a free, uh, I don't want to say free season because you end up right back your work, but I want to say a complete 180. Like your, your success level has gone up so much and he's very humble about it. He won't be the one to brag, but I'm telling you like the, the come up is real with him. So don't, don't miss out on it. But I think one thing I want to ask is um, Power Circle has actually expanded to now doing like uh, meetups. Like you, you guys actually had a, a yeah. meetup a while back. Um, could you tell us like how that went about and you know, what do you expect yeah. in the future from um, those? So recently we had something, we have something called PC socials where we kind of wanted to take the conversation that we usually have online and bring it offline. So we had a PC social, um, in Fort Lauderdale and it was around, uh, what's going on in the political landscape, talking about the, not just the national elections, but also, um, what's going on locally and different social issues that affect us all. So it was just a, a great evening. We had it at Warsaw Coffee and it was a whole bunch of um, dope people who like had great opinions and great perspectives, um, bouncing ideas around. And um, I think what we wanted to get, what, the takeaway that we wanted to, to get from that is people going there and Maybe you're not too familiar with politics or maybe you're someone who's like, oh, I don't really dabble in politics because it gets too heated. We wanted it to be an opportunity for people to kind of open their mind and hear other people's perspectives um, and be able to form your own opinion, not the opinion that you'd hear on CNN or the opinion that you see from other people on Facebook, but just being able to, to have the issues laid out in front of you and say, hey, this is something that I agree with. This is something I don't agree with. And this is the candidate that most aligns with what I agree with. Okay. And I wanted to, you know, follow up with that. Um, uh, do you do you plan on doing any uh, future meetups uh, once once you finish with that one? Yeah. Um, so another PC social meetup that like we're we're bouncing around is the idea of being a power couple, and it's a play on Power Circle. Um, and I know all of us on this call on this uh on this interview um we're all in relationships so we understand like balancing you know being in a relationship and also being very passionate about your career or your side projects or things that you want to work on so um one of the things that we're looking into is is doing a meetup for for couples and it could be couples who are in different relationship stages so it might be a couple who's who's been married for a long time, maybe 10 years, or a recently married couple, or people who um, just maybe recently started dating, or people who've been dating for a while and aren't married, like just having different uh, relationship stages in one room, and kind of similar to that first PC social, hearing different perspectives, and, and just getting thoughts and advice on, on how to make, you know, that very complicated relationship work. 
Wow, you got gold right there, man. That's a great idea, and it's such, it's such a simple idea. But if you can get that off, like the power that it will have will be amazing. And I think you know that is something that people look out for it and just Absolutely. be getting involved in it. But I kind of want to, you know, <laughs> give you the plug because I know I know Power Circle, you know. They are. It's, it's a great, great website run by a great, great man. But I know that you're always looking for more conscious millennials mm-hmm. or individuals, I should say, to be a part of it. So what if someone were to, you know, hypothetically listen to this podcast, check out Power Circle, be like, you know what? I really like this website and I think I want to go even a step further and write for these guys. Like, how can they how can they make that happen? True. Well, thank you for the plug. Thank you for the alley. You. <laughs> I had to. You know what I'm saying? You, Chris Paul, on this one. <laughs> um. So we are. We're always looking for contributors. We're always looking for people who kind of want to write and express themselves creatively. And so, uh, the best way, if you wanna, if you wanna learn how to contribute to Power Circle, um, if you go to powercircle.com, and then we have writers' guidelines where it shows you exactly. Um, kind of like the psychology of creating content that I've been talking about, just going on there and seeing like how to craft content, how to create things that people uh, care about. And then once you go there and you're like, okay, I'm ready to start writing, then you can shoot me an email. I'm david at powercircle.com. Um, simple enough. I don't know if I have to spell any of it, but, um, and also if you, if you want to kind of, uh, see our content and, and get involved with the conversation and, um, just check out and stay up to date with our contributors and the people who are expressing themselves. Um, you can go on Facebook and go to Power Circle or on Instagram and Twitter. We're at Power Circle. Um, so it, it's very, very easy to find us. And we're always looking for people who just want to get their 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 thoughts and ideas out there. Exactly. There you go. There's the plug right there, people. I know some of y'all are wondering, so you know, get to it. We want to see some new articles written by some new faces, and then maybe if you want to shout us out, let them know that you can't help and you know, David will slip us the five. Real quickly, right? <laughs> you already know. <laughs> we'll take it. Um, definitely wanted to also let uh, you know. Usually, we end off the the interview on you know something inspiring that you can enlighten um, our audience with. So kind of kind of kind of lead us out with something that you uh find inspiring or anything that uh inspires you to become even more successful. Yeah, um there's there's a couple of quotes that I live my life by. Um and I know I know how Paul feels about quotes. He <laughs> <laughs> no, he'll be quiet during this, so don't worry I about it. Exactly, there won't be no quote I know time. Exactly how Paul feels about quotes, but um there's two quotes that I live my life by. The first one is your reputation is your most important asset. Protect it always. Um and this this idea that you can you can you can spend a whole bunch of time building up your your reputation, but all it takes is just one bad decision or one wrong thing said on a bus with a co-host, like a host or something for it to come back and bite you later on. Um, But just understanding that um, your reputation is your most important asset. It's, It's the thing that when people say your name, they think of something, they think of some kind of essence. So just under, just, just understanding how to, uh, make the best of your reputation. Uh, the second one is if you can shape it in your mind, you will find it in your life. And there, just this idea of 
when you want to create something, the first step is kind of creating it in your mind. Um, and as we all know, your imagination is endless. So if you're able to create something in your mind, you're able to say that I know how this should look. I know how it should feel. Um, that's the first step. And then from there, it goes back to um, not being afraid to put out, put something out there, not being afraid to, to create. Because a lot of the times you might not know who's watching you or you might not know who you're inspiring, but just the fact that you took the leap of faith, going back to leap of faith, and just mm-hmm. just putting something out there and, and just expressing yourself, I think that people are going to see it and, and think, wow, that person had the courage to do that. And they've been talking about it for a long time, and now I finally see it. Maybe I should get started on my blog, or maybe I should get started on creating my pod- podcast, or maybe I should get started on creating my YouTube show. So um, just understand that no matter what you do, there's going to be people who are watching, and there's going to be people who are going to be inspired. And also understand that one, when, whenever you're whenever you're going into a creative endeavor, or you're or you're creating something, one third of people are going to love it one third of people are going to hate it. And then the last third aren't going to care at all. So if you're going to create something, do it for the love. (laughs) Man, you got to let them go. I can't let you go without doing one more time. I tried to but I couldn't, man. That free cat cat register right there. Oh, my. I mean, Jesus. I mean, did y'all witness that heat that just dropped right now? More fire. Uh, please, More please, fire. Please. <laughs> More fire, please. He oh, David just blessed us with a with a good sermon right there. And I I mean, you know, it's all love, but we just want to thank you once again for just taking the time to come out on Educator Hustle. I mean, always inspiration when we get to link up and get to have a little talk and you know, finally got to bring the talk on air to the people that that need it. And I think uh I mean, I feel like if you heard this episode and you don't feel a little bit motivated to do something, you know, you re- rewind it, listen to it again, so you'll get that feeling in case you missed it. But there's so much in there that we could all just put our own stake on. And oh man, shout out to you for for referencing Trump page too. <laughs> I didn't think that. I didn't think you guys yeah, caught it. You ain't catch it. You gotta rewind. Yo, you gotta I, rewind back. I'm gonna I rewind that. back because I I'm like, <laughs> shooting over my head. Y'all gonna have yeah, to y'all gonna have that. to run he, it back one time. He, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, he, he he did it. He did it real coyly though. He did it real coyly. But I was like, oh, I I know me. I know me <laughs> when I see him. So, but um, but yeah, uh, David, thank you for once again just being a part. Um, we appreciate having you on. I I I mean, yeah, I don't think anything else got to be said. I mean, thank. Absolutely, I love what you guys are doing. Keep it up. And there you have it, folks. Mr. David Noel introducing power circle to the audience emilio what'd you think about that man that's man that's great man just all love all love all love all love i mean you love having the family come on board man and you know it i think paul said it best when you know he was one of our pillars that helped make this whole podcast a reality so we've been saying we're gonna get him on for the longest and we finally got him on and and he delivered i mean inspirational it's he right there is like it's the it's the it's the beacon because I mean you know a lot of people don't have faith that they can be an entrepreneur that and they hear guests on our show and they think oh that's all cool and they're inspiring but I can't do that and we're just trying to tell you like yeah you can like we've seen some of our guests when they were just you know 
struggling to make it to the BA test lab on time. And now <laughs> they're like, you know, doing big things. So please, you know, let them be your inspiration and your focus into doing better. And I, I think David Noel showcased how you can do better and why you should do better. Just, you know, exponentially well. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And, um, you know, the people that we actually know that we get on the show, um, we don't just do it because because we need a guest. We 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 do it because um, these guys are are, are 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 really people in our lives that we know are gonna do it big. So we want to share it to the rest of the audience uh, about what inspires them, so that they can kind of trickle that on and pay it forward, and inspire you in the process. So uh, we know David. Um, he's gonna do big things. He's already doing big things and. Uh, He's gonna make it happen. So we we we're thankful that he came on the show and uh, blessed us with that interview. Exactly. And to throw it back, even though it's not Thursday, you know, when we put these guests on, we're we're helping helping you find your purpose. You know, little snaps if you know what I'm talking about. That's a some real fan lingo right there. If you look at the episode titles, it's a little cute. That little <laughs> clue to the newbies. But um, <laughs> that being said, that being said, that being said, that being said, that being said. It's time to get to what not only I consider, but many of you consider to be your favorite part of the entire Educate Hustle experience. How you, yes you, can reach us. Educate Hustle can be reached with a variety of different means on social media. We are on Snapchat at Educated Hustle. That's two words, Educated Hustle. There we post. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not two words at all. It's one word. <laughs> it's one word. Oh, man. Educate Hustle. All one word. There we post a variety of snaps and videos and other things of that nature to get you motivated and pumped throughout the week. We are also on Instagram at Educate Us a Podcast. Once again, that is Educate Us a Podcast. We do pictures, little things like that. Just to let you know what we got going on during the week and to highlight new episodes. We are also on Facebook. If you go to Educate Hustle, now that one is two words. That one's two words. Educate Hustle. You can follow our page, like our page. And you'll know you reached the right spot because you reached that logo that you all know and love. Now, before I continue to the rest of my plugs, I have to advocate one of the bigger plugs that we advocated earlier. But please, 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 if you can, take time to give us a review and rate us. When you rate us, it helps us go up the charts and up the popularity. And thus, we get better awareness. And when we get better awareness, you guys get better guests. And when you get better guests, you get a better show. It's easy, like one, two, three. So please, 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 please rate and review us. We need it, y'all. Now to get back into our regularly scheduled plugging if you want to follow us on twitter we are there at educator underscore hustle once again that is educator underscore hustle there we do tweets daily interactions and if you want to really just talk to us that's one of the easiest and quick ways to do it because guess what it goes right to our phones now with that being said i don't would be remiss if i didn't do one of the most powerful inspirational ways to reach us if you feel like we put on a great show and you just felt this connection you had this feedback or you said hey i want to be a part of educator so i want to be on you can email us at educator hustle podcast at gmail.com once again that is educated hustle podcast at gmail.com please 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 reach out to us let us know how we're doing if you want to be on the show let us know why you want to be on the show and we will respond we will respond because our 
email is checked by humans, <laughs> not androids. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make sure the humans, uh, you to throw the humans out there because, you know, nobody likes a robot yeah. for real. Exactly. We're not that big yet. Maybe when we get bigger, but till then, it's, it's just us. All right, man. You know how you got to do it, man. Lead us out. Oh, man. People, people. Uh, the biggest thing I want to say is life can change at any moment and you could be on a losing streak and it just takes one good thing and you can be right back on top. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy to think about, but just just go out there and do your job and you will be rewarded. And it's gonna, it might take a while. It might take longer than you want to take. But trust me, it will happen. And there's so much out there to get and so many blessings to achieve. And you have the power to do it. The biggest thing I want to tell people because I was back on UCF campus this week around college kids. My old ass. But back around <laughs> them anyways. Just take a, if you're in college right now, take a deep breath and know that life after college will happen and you don't have to have all the answers because I ain't have the answers. Paul ain't had the answers and Sway definitely ain't had the answers. I'm about to say, you got to throw Sway in there. You got to throw Sway in there. So, you know, if you don't know, if you don't have those answers, then that's fine. And if you're not a college and you're, you know, graduating, you're working a job or you're in a position where you don't like where you're at. Hey, man, a lot of people didn't get everything they need to get to. They didn't get where they had to get to. At a young age. Samuel Jackson, as I said in one of our earlier podcasts, didn't get his first role until 45. 45 years. Most of our listeners are not even sniffing 30. So that should just give you an example of how long it might take for you get that true, true W. But let me tell you this, though. Let me tell you this. If you look at Samuel now, you never have an idea. So you can you can take that time to get that success. And when you do get it, you live it. And people will have no idea that it took you that long. You had to put that much work in. So let that be your motivation. Success is not overnight. It's over time. Over time. Over time. That's all I got for that one. And most importantly, you got to stay educated and keep hustling.